Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. For civilised man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you together? go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. And good morning, it's Annie with, uh, I've got a almost full studio here with uh, Showreel. Uh, today we're going to talk about Raw House. And in the studio I've got M- M- Marika and uh, Tori. Hello, you two. Hi. Hello. G'day. <laughs> Thanks for having us. And you've been rushing all over the place to I get have. here. I have, yeah. Traffic's crazy out there this morning. <laughs> Must be a response to the new Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quite possibly. The vortex, the vortex. We have now entered the vortex. Oh, we have. Yeah. yeah. Now, explain Raw House okay. to our listeners. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we've uh, part part of the reason uh, we've made this film is because we've had a long history. Uh, we started out in two thousand and six. Um, we ran a whole heap of events. I was working in community arts in the city of Port Phillip and came across some fascinating people, um, all of which were living at disadvantage, um, either in rooming houses or supported residential care houses. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was working in the arts and theatre and thought, well, we need to create a platform where people from this demographic can, can um, you know, be included into the kind of mainstream um, art scene, uh, the peripheral art scene, and so that's what we did. So we just ran a load of events um, uh, over those six years, from 2006 to 2012, and essentially we were connecting those artists on that one stage. So uh, tell um, me, is uh, Raw House something that you developed yourself? Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I founded Raw House, yep. Um, but since then I've had um, some amazing people <laughs> obviously join me. Um, Dale, Dale Bridge was one of them um, because she works on the radio station and has her own show now. And, of course, Tony Creedon, but, uh, both of which will be in the film. And, of course, we have a wonderful new volunteer for this particular project. <laughs> the newest, I <laughs> the think. The newest, Tori Ashton. <laughs> oh, we love you, Tori. And, and so, Tori, your social media. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just helping out with the social media, just trying to get everyone actually – aware of the film because that's one of the hardest parts actually like even after filming's done just making sure people actually know about it yeah um, that's that's what we want and not only that it's a platform but before we go into that sort of side of things Mm -hmm. I want to go back to what Raw House actually is Mm -hmm. you started 2006 you were working at Port Phillip Council but is it something that came out of Port Phillip Council or is it something that you imagined yourself and then had to find uh Backers for, yeah. Look, it. It. I was working at the council, working with with some theatre groups there, and uh, and I, yeah, created this platform on because my own. We're, because we're not breatharians, we do need to eat. We do absolutely. Well, you know, it's always been a struggle for Raw House to get to get the right sort of sponsorship or the partnerships 
on not so much the partnerships. We've got the partnerships. It's more p- p- patrons that are willing to kind of sponsor what we do or or in, at least get the grants and the philanthropics to, to support us. And we have over the years. But, but to answer your question, I founded it. And once I decided that this platform needed to be um, need, needed to be there and I decided it needed to be in a public forum. So it needed to be on the streets in terms of, you know, within bars and pubs. Um, so that's what I did. The first event was at the Town Hall Hotel in South Melbourne when it was still there. Now it's apartments. And, uh, and yeah, we're so, all going to be saying that all over the place. I was walking past something the other day. Oh, that yeah. was the Oxford Hotel. No, it's apartments. <laughs> that's right. It's so sad. Anyway, that's a whole nother story, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, so we so I started there, and, uh, and 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 basically it was a lot of cold calling, like and and I'd already had a, a, a quite a quite a good connection in the community across music and across theatre, so you know I had a lot of people to draw on then, and and it just went uh, and it just it, it went viral. Um, we had a lot of events over those years. I think we ran about 130 events. We had 1,400 artists cross our stages, um, from from people within within that demographic to people in the mainstream. And people were using the platform as a really sharing experience. We were we, we were we were uh, you know pe- people that were coming out of out of rehab or people that were coming out of um, psych wards were were coming up on the stage and saying, "Yep, this is what we this is this is our story." So it became a, a really uh, a beautiful space where people felt not only sharing their art but also sharing their stories. Mm. Do, do you feel that uh, that particular demographic is uh, uh, has an overwhelming amount of people who need to express and are artists? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I mean, there are now you know 6 7 years on there are people that are working in with 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 people uh that live at risk or you know people uh at risk of social uh isolation or people that are challenged with mental illness or disability there's more within community arts that work in this area but i guess we're probably the only one that that i think still that is saying this is what we do we come out as a as a unity as a group rather than individuals you know, turning up at events on their own. So it's, oh, I see. This is the important element, isn't it? I, I, I think so, yeah. I, I, I'd like to think that that's what Raw House, that was one of the, the, the important components, was that we were, we were a group. We, we were a group identity. So, yeah. So in a sense, Raw House, the people within Raw House, the collective, made Raw House what it was. Mm. Wow, that's fantastic, which is yeah. very similar to 3CR. Yeah. It's about community. Exactly. And it's about creating the community itself as it expresses itself. Exactly, yeah. So how do people become part of that community? Um, Well, uh, we, we... we look for volunteers, of course. People um, with skills, like you, Tori. Mm-hmm. Like, like Tori. So how did you get involved? <laughs> oh, I just found it. Um, I don't even remember how, but it had been about two weeks or something that had been up, and I applied anyway, and I just thought, I'm not going to get this because so many people are going to want to be a part of it. And um, But now Marietta got on to me pretty soon, and I just came in and spoke to her, and she just told me all about Raw House, and it just really felt like something I wanted to be a part of. Like people's differences is what bring people together. So I just really respected that she thought that way as well. And I just wanted to be a part of the team. So here I am. Oh, that's fantastic. So you have a core team and does it move, uh, uh, move around, you know? 
It does actually. I mean, I, the, the last couple of years, um, uh, it seems that the, the core group of volunteers change according to the project. So we had a group of volunteers involved specifically um, in the film itself. So we had 20, 20 cast members and 20 crew. So they were all volunteers. Um, and, and now the film launch itself is, is another project. Um, and we've got a new bunch of great volunteers. <laughs> how, how do you, how do you decide on a project? Sorry? How do you decide on a project? Um, well, this particular... I really respect this notion of projects. I think projects yeah. is a great way of yeah. uh, uh, designing your own life, let alone a community yeah. group. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But how do you decide on the project? Well, um, uh, well, Raw House, the, the, for example, the film came out of me after 2012, I... I took a year off um, and and I came back in 2014 and decided that I wanted to document this life. Before we move on to the new chapter of Raw House, next year will be 10 years, I wanted to document the past or, or the last six years because essentially they were quite different to where Raw House is going now. So, so it's like that notion that if you don't document something, then it didn't happen. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of yeah, like absolutely, and I think because of because of the the the, the extraordinarily big life that Raw House in the, had in those six years, I think it was important to not just document it, but to document the amount of people that were involved, the artists. We're doing a lot of that on social media at the moment, thanking we've we've had you know over a hundred volunteers in that time. Um, thanking all those artists and people that have dedicated their energy and time and and uh, to the cause, you know. So, so a part of that was documenting that, but also, um, you know, building on this grat- gratitude and thankful list um, of all the people in the past. So that's what I wanted to do. So that was what uh, that was that was the next project uh, post two thousand and twelve. Um, and now, obviously, two years later, the film's done. Films take extraordinarily so, so, so when, amount of time to, um, to do. Before we get on to that, because yeah. it's important to uh, to get on to that, mm-hmm. I, uh, I just imagine you, you've got this idea, this direction. Yeah. Um, then you get a group of people and they all get enthusiastic about it too. That's right. That's how it works. Because if they didn't get enthusiastic about it, you'd have to do it as a solo project, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Right, so yep. it's an organic process. It is an organic process. Yep. Raw House is organic at its core. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it's a great name. How did you get the name? Um, well, because... Uh, picked it up on a train. Yeah, yeah, picked it up on the train, found it on the seat, um, you know. Yeah, no, no, it, it was because raw to me means... Um, and we mean means R-O-A-R. Potential. Yeah, not, for, me, for me, raw means potential. Yeah. If you raw... Um, whatever you're roaring about, whatever you're screaming out to say, because you've screamed it out, the potential for it to become something else and merge into something else, develop into something else, that organic process is 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 what I thought would be a good name for it. And then and of course I thought too, and it's it? it is it's a, deep and uncontrolled. It is, absolutely. It's a very deep it's, a deep uncontrolled um, inner 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 process and you know um, and so within that I thought wouldn't it be nice the collective to have a house where people can so it was raw house yeah that makes sense there used to be a gallery at the the top end of that's right I was reading about that only yesterday yeah raw Raw studios yeah yeah it was great too I mean it's great name I always thought it was a great name and it always reminds me of that uh, illustration of the little dog 
that was like a, a with its mouth open. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really nice. Yep. Um, you're on uh, Showreel with Annie on 3CR, and we're also talking to Tori and Mar- Marika about Raw House, which is a fabulous concept, but it's also a reality. Mm. Now you made a film. Now mm. this was a project, uh, like you said, you had a whole range of 20 volunteers in front of the camera, and what was it, 10 behind? Uh, twenty. Maybe it's the other way around. No, no, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Ah, twenty twenty. Yeah, that's a piece. It's like of, a text talk. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, and not only that, it's a great piece of publicity for social media, Tori. Twenty twenty. <laughs> um, I like it. That's nice. Yeah, but Thank anyway, you. yeah. So uh, before we get on to the bit about the crowdfunding mm-hmm. for your big event, which mm-hmm. is what this is really about, mm-hmm. um, tell us. Uh, I always come back to the practicalities. Great mm. idea. How did you get, and I know people volunteered their time to make it happen, mm-hmm. but uh, how did you get the equipment to shoot it? Again, um, I put out a call. I mean, I, it's just miraculous. Every time I have a project, I put out a call and people just, I, I think I think it also always astounds me at the amount of generosity um, in the art world. Incredible generosity. And I mean, I guess it's across many fields also, but, but just in my field, the amount of generosity that comes from artists is incredible. People, if they, if they believe in a project, and particularly if they believe that, that there is this extension of giving in the community and, and supporting another artist who might not have that, that um, ability or, or opportunity, if you like, um, I'm just always astounded at the amount of people that will come on board to doing kind work. Now, I'm pretty impressed with the notion of how you uh, uh, thought about the scripting for this particular thing because uh, mainly one of the things that I'm really interested in is mm. about this fusing of uh, real with imagined, using mm. techniques that allow people to get across emotional states uh, about really big issues. Now you're talking. You're dealing with a community. You're, uh, this is a this is a project that is about people who are potentially marginalised or who yeah. are ma- marginalised, yeah. who could become isolated, who could just fall through the cracks. Yeah. Um, and they're taking control. It's a self empowerment exercise. Mm. Uh, but you've decided to use particular uh, methodologies to get that across. Can you explain how you mm. went about the scripting and why you decided to use the formats that you did? Yeah. Look, with I, I, I had the idea. In fact, uh, I had the idea. Uh, well, first of all. Um, um, when I started Raw House and I decided it was going to be in a bar and a pub in the real in the real world um, on the streets, the real live co- arts and cultural conversations. Yeah, people didn't have to change their clothes. No, everybody else had to fit in. Exactly. Mm. Um, you know, uh, so so I wanted to um, you know to do that, and and I was actually on another radio station, and uh, the interviewer said to me, "I don't mean to be the devil's advocate here, but you're inviting." People with acquired brain injury, people with ABI, um, the devil, yeah, into bars and pubs, you know. Okay, and I and he said, "How do you feel about that?" Like, you know, that's that's kind of, I don't know. Tell me, tell me how you feel about that. And I said, "Well, look, I I don't have an issue with that. I I found I've never had an issue with with anybody, um, uh, you know." abusing um, that that opportunity or that platform or that space. Uh, people were very much focused on the stage, even people that had come from, from backgrounds of, of this nature. Of abuse. 
of, of abuse. substance abuse. Of substance That's abuse. That's what they call it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and to me it just kind of proved the point that if there is, if you fill that void, that need to have a place where you are recognised, where you, where your contribution is accepted – uh, or v- not so much accepted, but valued. But it's it's like a process of self love. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, you know, and 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 of course, in in a in a in a context of people that you feel connected with, and who look at who look at who look at the similarities um, that we all share as as humans, um, and not not necessarily where you come from or what your history is. So. Um, because I, you've actually divested yourself of all those things in yeah. a, in a sense, haven't you? Absolutely. But yeah. you, you, what, you decided to use it unfolds in a courtroom through dramatization, yep. narratives, yep. photographs, and archived yep. footage. Now, yep. the courthouse. Yep. Tell us about that. That's right. So it was a fictional tale about a small community project, arts organisation taken to court by the state, basically accusing them of negligence. Of saying you have, um, you've allowed these people. You've into allowed. The pub. How dare you invite these people into bars and pubs? Oh, I see. That's where you come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, for us, it was all about giving people back their dignity. You know, ha- giving them choice and independence, and saying this is you can come here. Of course, <laughs> why should you not come here? But you make that choice. I'll tell you something very interesting about that too. Uh, in my view, is that by using a court scene, you've uncovered some of the fundamentals of our society, which is that the theatrics of it. Mm. So, I mean, the courtroom Absolutely. is a completely theatrical uh, creation. Like going to church is a completely theatrical creation, and going to a pub has got its own the- theatre mm. as well. So, uh, mm. obviously, this is what you're tapping into. That's right. Most people don't see it that way. That's my yeah. point. No, no, absolutely, and that's that's why why we've used uh, the courtroom um, as the context for that situation. So it is a parody, um, and uh, it's it's very raw. It's it's very much what Royal House stands for. Um, so, and, so, and I believe so in, always in, that in this case it's R A W as opposed to R O A R. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, and and yeah, it, it's it's you know, and I think comedy is always a good way to 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 bring across a point. So, how long is the film? Uh, twenty minutes. Oh, cool. Yeah. And what about the? Uh, you did. How long was the shoot? Uh, we shot over three days, and uh, yeah, I I actually the I I. I did a course through Open Channel, so they very much supported me. So, yeah, so the idea was that a part of the the assessment was that we write a five-page script, but, of course, I chose the topic and then it became much bigger than that, hence 20 minutes. Yeah, that's right. And uh, what about the editing process? The editing process was uh, was done between uh, the volunteers um, and myself and my co-director, David DeRoach, um, who's also been a long term, a long time, sorry, long time volunteer with Raw House since two thousand and eight, and he's a great photographer and also um, a great creative mind. Mm. Well, that's no, it wasn't a, a situation of too many cooks spoil the broth. Then, oh look, 
You know, in the I can I, to be to be honest with you, and and I've and I've said it in 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 the making of the mockumentary. Um, there was a cultural clash. Absolutely, there is a stock standard procedure with film making, um, with shooting film, and we were trying. We just you know, I mean, I, I had done the course, so I, I I understood the process. But once we actually got into that room in the first two hours, oh dear, there was a lot of cultural clashes that we had to really iron out before if we were gonna if we were gonna see ourselves filming into the next few days. So um, yes, yeah, so it was a lot of lot of negotiations in the first few hours. Oh, mm. very interesting. Mm. Wow, that's really interesting. Very tough, tough gig. It was a tough gig. Yeah, yeah. a great experience. Yeah. What did you learn from that? Well, negotiation, of course. I feel I feel I'm a pretty good negotiator anyway, um, because I, you know, because I believe that everybody, um, you know, has the right to to have to have uh, to have their opinion, and uh, and then some, somehow we got to kind of negotiate through that. Um, I, yeah, so I learned that um, it was also the, the the most biggest event management gig I've ever done. Production management for film is 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 massive. Um, so I learned a lot about that, um, and uh, and and also um, oh, obviously script script. So so some of the very the the, the, the kind of you must be a very flexible person emotionally. Well, well, yeah, I've learned to be very flexible emotionally. Yes, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Thank that's you. quite extraordinary. Yeah. Um, how close to what you began with, and the result. Yeah, they say they say it's it's a film's written three times, right? At least, at least script writing, f- shooting, and then editing. Um, I think it's pretty close. Mm. I think it has a lot of a lot of really good arcs in it. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of um, you know sort of um, ebbs and flows in it. Um, the the strength of of what we were saying is there. And as well as the whole parody. Um, well, that's great because, I mean, yeah. you said you were trying to do a history, and mm. this is a completely different concept of history documentation than most people would consider. Yes. Which yes. is, you know, amazing. Yeah, it's very theatrical. Yeah, it's very clever of <laughs> yeah. you. Well, it's, it's, I think it's, I think, I think when, you, when you're working with such a creative, with creative, super creative, um, um, and potentially fragile. Yeah, yeah. Well, they say what they say the 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 devil on one one shoulder and and the angel on the other. So, but 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 yeah, I think I think if I had have done a stock standard documentary, um, well, I'm not, nothing wrong with doc- documentaries are amazing, right? But 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 the thea- the theatrical uh, component it really gave shone light on those people that I cast as as my main cast um, um, uh, people in in the film. Um, and and you know most of them are um, uh, by no stretch of are full time actors, but but when you see the film, you'll see how incredibly powerful they are as as, as performers. Mm. Now we have to get to the meat and potatoes of this. You've mm. now finished this film, mm-hmm. and you now are planning a new project, which is to launch it. That's right. Now uh, you, Tori, will probably have more of a handle on the crowdfunding notions that are involved in this. Yeah, so we're on Indiegogo. So we've just we're we have fifteen days left for our campaign. I think we're about thirty five percent there. Yeah. Yep. What, what's your total? What are you after? Oh, four thousand two hundred dollars. Mm, something like that. that. 
Mm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the amount. But anyway, we're doing really well. Um, So the money contributes to the catering, just just more of just making the event happen and just celebrating everyone who was in it, the volunteers, and getting an audience to see it. Yeah, exactly, Mm. exactly. Because as much like even though it's a funny film, it's has like a core meaning to Raw House and everything that it's about. So. Yes, but the but the event's going to be amazing. We're just like in the event. We're just like, in the midst of just putting everything together, just getting um, some like ideas thrown in, and yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. So we've just started up an Instagram page just to try and get a different audience. Um, so our our Instagram name is Raw House Melbourne. So if you wanted to check that out, so that's R O A R House Melbourne. Or, or yep, one word. One word. One word, only one there, so it'll be very easy to find. Uh, we're also on Twitter, if that's more your thing. Uh, but, yeah, so if if you do want to contribute, uh, you can donate. I, the minimum is 15, or actually, I think you can choose. Is there an option to choose an amount? Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, but we we have created specific amounts, if that's mm. something you choose to do. And it means you can come along as well. Um, mm. Mm. And we've just highlighted what each amount um, really contributes to. Uh, if you choose to end up going a little bit up, we have a surprise for you. Uh, so can't say what because <laughs> it's a surprise. Because it's a surprise, right. but <laughs> it will be worth it. <laughs> That's so sweet. Okay, so it's Indiegogo. It's I N D I G O G O, and obviously you're in the community section, is it? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Indiegogo crowdfunding is the sort of thing where people put money in. Mm. Even if you don't reach your target, yep. you will actually yep. get that money. Exactly. Now, I do need to say that the film launch itself is another performance. We have a very special guest, an international host. Her name is Jana zagovina Reich. She's from Russia. And she is oh, here. Wow. Yeah, she is here with her ambassadors of love. And you will be humoured, you will be ushered, you will be, you, there will have photo booths so you can have um, a photo with, with, your, with the partner that you arrive with. Um, we have a stylist on board. She is starting her stylist tips next week. Um, it, is, it is a dress to impress event um, and that is um, uh, for the film launch itself and then we have another after party. So um, did you, can I give people Go the details? Yeah, okay. Well, the film launch is at Bar 303. That kicks off at 5 o'clock and that goes and, the, and then we, we see the film and that goes to about 8 o'clock. So uh, that is that is a very interesting event in so itself. So where's Bar because 303? Bar 303 is in 303 High Street in, in Northcote. Northcote. Yep. And then the after party is at the Thornbury Local at 635 High Street in Thornbury. Um, so, yes, so we will have lots of paparazzi there. Um, and, uh, yes, Yana and her crew uh, will 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 look after you. Absolutely. Oh, sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what's the date? The date is the twenty first of November. So, um, put that in your calendar. Yeah. Go to Indiegogo. Put a little money in to make it a fabulous time. They've already worked out what they're going to do. Yeah. So, make sure that you're part of it. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, just Yana uh, Zagovina Reich is the international um, government official from Russia. She is the head of the um, International Front, uh, the International Women's Front Forward and Backward Swinging of the Agitation and Propaganda Department. So she will be here for her international tour of, of Thornbury. So I just want to do that plug for her because she's not here at the moment. That's mm. fantastic. Mm. It sounds like fun. Yeah. And, of course, we're talking raw house. We are. Thank yeah. you very much for coming in and telling That's us okay. all about this. That's okay. Thank if you. people want to know more, they've just got to Google Raw House Melbourne or Raw House and they'll they'll get onto all the pages and stuff. Yeah, yeah we're on all forms of social media, so you'll find yeah, us That's somewhere. why you're there. That's yep. why that, Tori yeah. is there. Yep. <laughs> you're Tori's hero. great. <laughs> Tori is a hero. <laughs> the, he- the hero of social media for Raw House. Yeah. And we now have to get out of here because published enough uh, pushing at the doors. Yes. And uh, this is Annie from Showreel signing off. Thank you. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.